What's up, everybody? Welcome to the OK Podcast. We have Cuban Sis here. Uh, yo, yo. So, um, one of the first questions I gotta ask you is, what what first got you into music? Like, what started your want to make music and to pursue a career in this field? Um, well, that's actually it's actually funny because it's a very lengthy story. I'm gonna try to condense it and just say, right. like I don't. But um, basically, it just started out with like, you know, when I was a baby, like every time I'd ride in the car with my parents, they would always be playing like some different type of music. Like, like one day I'd be in the car, they'd be playing like the Beatles, like Yellow Submarine. Yeah. It was like a big one for me growing up as a kid. Um, and like the next day, they'd play like Alice in Chains or like Soundgarden or some like grunge mm-hmm. group. Or, like the next day, they'll play some like 70s R&B. Um, and that just really got me to like appreciate music as like an art form, like a form of expression at a very young age. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's actually funny, uh, the way I got into like doing music, like actively doing something in music was, um, you, were you around when they had like leapfrog toys? Like the ones where you would like tap on like yeah. a certain part yeah, of the yeah. book and it did? Yeah, I had one of those and uh, it had like a whole page with like different instruments i remember there was a trumpet there and like i remember i like looked at that and I'm like yo i want to play that and like i remember being three years old and like telling my mom mom i want to play trumpet huh. and uh obviously i was too young for that but anyway fast forward a few years playing trumpet in uh elementary school just like it's a fun thing for me to do i do it all the way through like high school uh-huh. and uh I even end up going to college for playing trumpet. Now, this is where, like, the path begins to, like, go off in its own direction. Mm-hmm. That was around when I met Darkie, like, when uh, I started going to college. He and I both went to the same college together. We were, like, in, we were, we were staying in dorms that were, like, right next to each other. It's where, like, we'd be sharing bathrooms type shit. So y'all met in the same and college? We were like in a part of the dorms that was like for arts and like oh, okay. music and whatever the fuck and like yeah that's pretty much how I met him. Uh-huh. He was in for film and I was in there for music and uh, so like we became friends for like a pretty good while like not even like with any music involved uh-huh. in it like he was kind of doing his own thing as Brahmin and like I was just doing my music school and um, so like. Around like my senior year of high school to like when I go to college is when I really started to get into like that was when I really started to get into like hip hop music mm-hmm. and like rap. That was when I when I really started to like pay attention to like the production and like what they would do for those beats and like what made them tick. Mm-hmm. And like I just remember being like immensely fascinated by it and like I want I listened to it and I'm like, damn, I kinda wanna like figure out how they did that. So like it's actually really funny. I remember I made like my first two beats on like an online platform called Soundtrap, mm-hmm. and uh, like it was an absolutely shitty dot. Like it's something <laughs> that you get online. Like my beats were absolute garbage on there. Um, but then I remember like Darky and I were pretty good friends at this point, and uh, his old computer stopped working. Like the internet didn't connect on it anymore. Yeah. And uh, I remember like asking him, I'm like, yo, so like because he got a new computer after that I was like yo so are you using this one he was like no I said 
you mind if I use it to like make beats off of? You know, he was cool with it. So mm-hmm. I just started making moves on that computer. And like, I, I remember like the whole summer, I didn't touch the trumpet once because I was just like making beats. And mm-hmm. like, my parents even took notice of the points where they got me a new laptop, which is actually the one I'm talking to you on right now. Oh, wow. And, um, and yeah, like it, it like got to the point where like when auditions came up in like the next year of college, like I wasn't ready for it. And I was just like, damn, I really don't want to do this anymore. Like I hate, I hate having to go to school for something that I love, like going to school for like music because like, like it's cool learning about the history and all that and like how it works, like music theory and all that. But like mm-hmm. once you start making it homework, it just like, it just like loses anything special about it. Yeah at least for me and um yeah so i mean that's pretty much how that's like the whole uh condensed version of my path to uh making making my own music sweet man um so who who do you think out of since you started listening to music who do you think has inspired you the most to make music <laughs> there's there's so many dog. Um, I guess for one, um, I mean it's kind of funny and oddly egoic, but uh, my parents named me after the lead singer. I don't know if you've heard of him, Allison Chains. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I was named after their lead singer, Lane Staley. Um, and uh, I think I think not just because he and I share the same name, but just because of like his talent his humanity Mm -hmm. Lane Staley was a huge inspiration for me to get into music along with like Chris Cornell and just like all those big grunge stars like they would they're the people that made me love music Mm -hmm. and then I would say for like this musicianship like there are different jazz musicians like Wynn Marsalis and like John Coltrane and shit like that and then you got like producers from you know like the hip hop realm like Jay Dilla and fucking Dr. Dre and then like even more recent people like Metro and like and like Clams Casino and shit like I just I like to uh, I like to fully appreciate like the whole like timeline of music I guess you could say yeah so I mean I couldn't really like nail it down to one artist just Mm -hmm. like a whole mixture of like different people just like combine to like make me like want to do this thing yeah and I feel like more than one artist is you know like like most people would be inspired by more than one band not just one because there's so many out there that can yeah, do that sort of like, thing there's different, yeah there's different artists that like appeal to different emotions uh-huh. and like different vibes and shit and like they make music for different purposes like yeah. like yeah like different people like some people will make music for a vibe other people will make it for like literally like healing people yeah it's crazy like but like like what a spell magic is for people or magic music is for people yeah because people like when people are sad they'll go to music you know to cheer them up oh yeah exactly like it, it's a it's a good distraction it's almost like a form of hypnosis mm-hmm. in a way. oh yeah exactly so whenever whenever you go to make beats like what's your creative process like what goes through your head whenever you're about to create uh, something new? Um, 
Well, it's actually really funny because I don't really have like one set way of making beats. Like, mm -hmm. like for one, oh shit, there's Barman right there. Um, like sometimes I'll be like sitting there on my computer and like I'll think of a melody or whatever the fuck. And then um, like I'll just start laying that down and I'll add drums and shit like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but like I'll like think of a melody or something like that and then I'll just put it down and I'll like fuck around with like different synths and shit like that and like I'll just like sometimes I'll just have an idea for a melody and I'll put it down and then sometimes it'll stick and sometimes it won't mm -hmm. and I'll uh, depending on if it does I'll like begin to develop like different counter melodies and chords on top of it to like make it sound a bit more full yeah like I guess one thing uh, like I try to think of whenever I make my beats is try to make it sound alive like make it sound yeah. like it has a bone pulse its own movement like make it try not to make it sound like just the drums are like dragging the beat along like i want mm -hmm. everything to be like thinking like working together mm -hmm. it's like one like big machine and um i mean that's pretty much how i look at all my beats i just try to make sure that everything like goes hand in hand and there's nothing like extra or like missing like i try to make sure it sounds as uh, as alive as i can yeah so right, that was the explanation because I got hella distracted. <laughs> no, that's cool. So, um, if if like there was anybody, like any artist that you would uh, collaborate with, who would it be? Who would you want that to be? I would say Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely Kanye. Um, just you know, like, his, like his uh, both his artistic progression and uh like just his music in general like it's always been like hella inspiring to me and mm -hmm. like also just um when yay and kitsy ghost drop like that came around like a time where it was like really tough for me and like just those two albums being about like mental health and like mm -hmm. healing from like wounds, like it was it was really like helpful for me and like like i know if i meet kanye one day like i'm gonna give him like like i'm gonna tell him like bro like you help like you helped heal me mm -hmm. and uh yeah just like I, I really respect him as an artist and like he's also just like one of the greatest producers I've been out so I, I have a I have a really big question to ask you now okay so if you didn't become a mu musician what would you be doing right now if if like you never met Darky and never uh got into beat making and like just didn't do it at all Oh man, uh, <laughs> that's uh, it's almost like asking uh, what would a fish do if it wasn't in water. Um, you know, I would probably still be doing music. I just uh, like I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now. Like I would imagine if I didn't meet Darky, like I would still like be in college, like studying the same bullshit on like classical music and like not that classical music is like bad or anything it's mm -hmm. just you know yeah. it's uh it's pretty old knowledge at the point and like I like I just want to make shit for the kids like I want to make shit for like the kids to like relate to and shit like that mm -hmm. I mean it can relate to sounds from the beat but like you get what I mean like shit that resonates with like people that are closer to my generation yeah yeah, I would probably just be like a dweeb playing trumpet, like with no direction. <laughs> uh -huh. to answer your question. So, how do you feel 
that, like, how do you feel that the internet has impacted music as a whole? I think it's both been a very good and bad thing. Mm -hmm. I would say more good, just because, you know, it's become a lot easier for artists to, you know, make a name for themselves. Yeah. Support themselves independently without, like, relying on a label. Or, like, basically, like, the internet basically removed the need to have, like, gatekeepers in the music industry. Like, now anybody can, like, go pursue it, which is both... I think a really good thing, but also like a really bad thing, because that also encourages like a lot of like like shitty artists. And like yeah. you know, if you, if you not to like disrespect them, if you do music and like regardless if you're good or not, if you have fun doing it, then like keep doing it. Which mm-hmm. is like there's a lot of people that like because it's so easy to become an artist, they just do it for the wrong reasons. Yeah, and they're just like oh, like, I don't see myself doing anything else, so I'm just going to become, like, this SoundCloud rapper and hopefully I'll blow up doing that. Uh-huh. And then they just, like, go the same shit that, like, everybody else has been doing. Like, hell, people will be, like, pretending to be Lil Pump or, like, whatever the fuck, like, back in 2017, 2018. Like, there's just hella, there's just hella, like, imposters, I guess you could say. Like, mm-hmm. hella people that, uh, obviously, like, they have their own name or whatever, but, like, they're just very obviously copying a style or like a certain aesthetic just because like it's big and like it's cool. Yeah. Well, when something blows up, there's always a lot of copycats. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, that's just like, that's inevitable. I mean, like I, I don't really lose any sleep over it just because, you know, like that's just the nature of man. Like being that, that a whole bunch of other people like, they're bound to like it a lot more. They're more likely to like it a lot more. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, you know, I even know that when I'm more of, like, people are going to try to, you know, copy my style. Yeah. But that's also why I, that's also why I try to keep evolving as a producer and, like, make, constantly making, like, different shit. Like, staying ahead of the curve, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's obviously a lot of different, like, categories of music. But what I want to kind of dig into is how do you feel about, like, the entire underground community. Like the underground that I'm in right yeah. now. Uh, the thing is that like it's really it's really interesting <coughs> for me because like I came into the underground not even knowing that this underground existed. Mm-hmm. Like I just kinda came in like it's really funny because me and Darky both like went into this just like yeah we're just trying to make music like do our own thing like whatever the fuck we don't care and then like we end up in this scene with like you know all these underground artists and um very jarring at first like it kind of like just the way people will like beef with each other over like stupid like the dumbest shit Mm -hmm. like people just like have this impulse to not like each other like the only thing i could really compare it to is like it reminds me of like middle school or like high school mm-hmm. like everybody's just like hella childish and just like they don't realize that like the whole reason like we're here is just because of like the music like it's almost like people forgot like what was supposed to keep us all unified and that is like the thing that we're all known for and it's just like yeah it's it's ridiculous and like you know i'm not saying that i don't have hope in the underground because i am noticing like there is kind of a shift in the underground like it's kind of reunifying in a way and like i think that's very cool i think 
you know i think it's it'd be a lot more beneficial to the underground as a whole if everybody were to you know just like put their differences aside and just work together and like be cool mm-hmm. like not nobody has to be like even friends like just be cool with each other mm-hmm. like that's how i view it you know um yeah i just don't like it when you know people are just like upset over stupid shit or like oh this person jacked my style or like this person stole this bar or, like this person said this thing so i'm not gonna like them because i disagree with it or it makes me uncomfortable it's like yeah i think i think people forget that like nobody's feelings matter like at the end of the day <laughs> like in the grand scheme yeah. of things how we feel like doesn't matter at all so it's like like why not just be cool yeah because it's not gonna stop people from doing what they want to do exactly and that's kind of like why i like being in spider gang too because like yeah we all love each other but we also bully each other a lot not yeah. out of like not like with malintentions or anything like yeah. that like we just do it because it's like we know like we're comfortable enough with each other to where it's like i know that regardless of what you say to me like i know that you're like still gonna like yeah. ride or die for me well if you don't do that with your friends then are they really your friends because like oh yeah exactly there is no such thing as a nice friend yeah because it, it like it it all works itself out they're gonna come at you and then you're gonna come at them and it's all like it's all for fun exactly nobody's exactly. gonna get upset like, i think i think a friendship is like a eternal exchange in a way like not to where it's like expected like exchanges or anything like that mm-hmm. like you know i do a thing for a friend and then like eventually they'll do a thing that like pays that back and so it's just constantly just like back and forth just like you know and i just think of friendships as like a as like a like an exchange yeah so if you could change anything about like the music industry whether it be like mainstream music or like the underground that you're in what would you change about it uh i guess if anything like i would just like want people to just not feel pressured by you know their audience or like what anybody else is doing to like do like a certain thing a certain way just because like other people think like that way is cool or like they think you know this style is like gonna help blow you up like mm-hmm. honestly like i'm happy if i never blow up but like i still get to do like like i still get to make music the way that i want like yeah. the way i want to do it like, the way i want it to sound so like i think at the end of the day like for just anybody like just do what makes you happy make like the shit that you think sounds good and like yeah people will help with it eventually like people will take notice like because there's no one person who thinks like only one thing is cool and if they do then they're fucking delusional <laughs> fucking <laughs> like you know if you if you like something that you make there's bound to be at least one other person that like fucks with it as well mm-hmm. but like yeah just like let your nuts hang like do you like make what you think is cool and like the rest will follow so obviously you have like plans for the future uh so like what are some of the things that you're working on like new things that you're doing like what's next for you um as of right now just um just work on you know making enough money to support myself with my music mm-hmm. uh, actually uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna reveal too much about it and like I'm not gonna say when it's gonna be released but I do have a tape in the works mm-hmm. it's being conceptual right now 
that's pretty much all I'm going to reveal on it. Like, I do have a tape on the way. Um, yeah. Sweet, man. So, uh, yeah. that's all I got for you. Well, thanks, man. Uh, have a good night. Uh, thanks for coming on. Of course, man. And, you know, I'm sorry for, you know, the amount of delays that we've had doing yeah, I'm, I'm glad we got to do it because uh, I've been wanting to do it for a while ever since she responded and was like, yeah, man, I'm down. I was like, okay, we got to do this. And then stuff came up and then it got delayed for like a couple months. But I'm I glad like we got it. to do it. Yeah. And like whenever you're two hours ahead of somebody, time can really not work sometimes. That's definitely facts. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, uh, I'm glad to be on here. I'm, I really appreciate you having me on here. Yeah, and I, I appreciate you coming on. Okay, guys. That was QB. He was a really fun guest to have on. I was really um, excited to do this episode with him. And so now I'm going to play his song, Gang Song. Enjoy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah.